You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Busty Shaman 2, lost my blue check mark, going to kill myself. Everyone what lost if, the, okay, we're recording now. Everyone lost the blue check. It's blue check Mageddon. What if they don't know what I'm capable of? <laughs> and then, have then, you thought about that? Then that's a problem. They, they, have, they, they, have they thought about that? Have they thought, uh-oh, this guy's a threat? Yeah, they say you start taking blue checks away. You become a threat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's going to John Wick the situation because he's without. he's been stripped of everything that makes him special in this life. Right. Yeah. I saw you lost it. I think a lot of people. I've seen some people have kept it. Now, are they part of a protected class? Uh, well, they're nut jobs for the most part. Hmm. You, right? you, do you mean do you mean some people like, for example, Stephen King still still has one and he's he's bugging out because he's uh you he's know, like, no, he's a, no, I'm not an Elon person. No. Yeah, exactly. He's a 300. He's a 300 millionaire <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Who, who is concerned that he'll be mistaken for a billionaire. Oh, it's so sad, isn't it? It's so sad to watch these multimillionaires like just fucking lose their shit about Twitter. It's like it's mortifying. Yo, but I don't understand how who who. uh who decide like how do people still have it and don't have it? Like I see, it's very random things. Like I like I follow, uh, like a like a wrestling journalist. He has it. Uh, the the mutant family, which are the, which is the uh, Twitter account, um, for uh for Joe Bob Riggs has it. Uh, mm. uh, New York City transit subway system, which I still follow despite not living in New York for going on three years. They still have it. Uh, uh, yeah. Why the fuck? Yo, now, now I am mad. Now I am going to John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. See, you were not, you were left in the dust. Uh, treated like a dog, man. (laughs) I, I, it's yo, I understand that if you're a public facing person like Stephen King or whatever, like perhaps the concern is the Stephen King impersonators. But the secret to that is you really just have to not care what happens. To I was, was going to say, there's a, there's one, one trick that can make it all go away. Yo, which is not give a shit. Here's the thing. I, I understand. Like you want to be masters of your own destiny. You want life to go the way you want it to. That's fair. I think that we all share that, but it doesn't. Uh, sometimes it does, you know, sometimes, sometimes it takes, sometimes you take the scenic route to get to where you want. Sometimes you, you do something else. Sometimes, you know, you, you take different little side roads in this life. Uh, you gotta not be so desperate to, uh, control how your life goes. If someone wants to get on Twitter as, uh, as, (laughs) as Nazi Stephen King and give him a blue check mark. And then everyone thinks it's the real Stephen King and his career goes down the gutter. Then that's just what happens to you, Stephen King. That's just what happens. (laughs) Nazi Stephen King's I'm starting the account now.
Let's go. <laughs> I don't get it, man. We don't have to talk about it too much because we've talked about it a million times, but just like the notion of the blue check became so uh, obfuscated over over it was it's just it's just to confirm someone's identity that's it i don't yeah, know yeah. why it became a status symbol i don't know why it became a symbol of authority i don't know why people covet it in this way and i don't and now that it just what all it signifies is that you're a paid user I, you know what is i mean what that's is, why i say now it's now it's proper nut jobs there's just like these crazy people that, that i mean look i've seen people that their argument is, uh, yeah, I, I, I make money. The fuck, I definitely yeah. have the eight dollars or whatever, right? And and uh, so why would I not do that to 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 uh, be prioritized in a conversation? I like using Twitter, right? Mm. So so okay, that that's one argument for sure. Uh, but as it turns out, the people that the the broadly the people that do that are all the strangest people. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like the absolute psychopaths who want to like monopolize every conversation like the proper loons that they are. Uh it's 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 the whole thing is is very odd. I don't know. Uh yo, Twitter doesn't matter in the way that you think it does. It really no, that, well mean, that's that's the thing. I there's people that are saying I'm never going to tweet again. I can't. Uh, you push, send me one that's like people are going to die. <laughs> Yo, what yeah, is, that I can't, is that person real, by the I, way? I cannot tell. I cannot tell anymore. I cannot tell mm. what's real and what isn't. Like, I, I is this person being sarcastic? Does something happen when you be like, if I was 24, would I be like, LOL, they're, you know, the obvious joke. But now because I'm 38, like, I can't tell. Like, they're, so I'm going to presume that this is a jokester. But the the tweet says Elon thinks this is a funny joke. As a former verified account, people who uh, as a former ver- verified account who lost their blue check mark, I know how dangerous this really is. People are going <laughs> to die. People what? It can't be real. And do some investigation. Let's not get caught out there looking like fools. Let's, let's just like confirm. Uh, Does this person say sincere things ever? I mean, everyone's clowning on uh, in the in the replies. Let me look at their oh, actual. Let me yeah. Let me look at their their page here. Um, I I it, it, is, just read the bio. Is it local BPD girly or is it uh, you know uh, journalist for the uh, Las Vegas uh, Sun Times? Says journalist. They have about seven oh, seven thousand followers. They live in Baltimore. Uh, the, there are freelance journalists, uh, words in New York Times, Bud Fees, Bud, BuzzFeed News, which is gone now, and the mm, DM RT. Register, among others. RT retweets do not equal endorsements. Uh, mm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is a jokester or not. Um, it looks like she's wearing like a Star Trek uniform in her picture. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is this is um, perhaps ironic. Uh, a millennial journalist. Is that possible? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But is uh, oh, hold on. I got. Yeah. I. I. I got something to read. Oh, okay. This is from the uh, Coachella Reddit. Ooh. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you know who Frank is? 
my former boss from Associated? This is Frank Ocean. Oh, that guy. Who everybody just calls Frank, which I mm. would find so fucking annoying. Mm. If I was Frank Ocean, I'd say, hey, we don't know each other. Use my government name, please. Full fucking, like, just come on. Come on. So, I, you know, we got to start establishing. We don't know each other. You know what I mean? Just let's have some boundaries in life. We don't know each other. Stop calling me Frank. Uh, you can call him Morrissey Morrissey because he's done that to us. Yeah. You understand? Uh, okay. So, oh, okay. So they've replaced Frank Ocean with Blink-182 uh, because Frank canceled Frank. You remember Frank? He can't. Mm. So the first weekend he performed terribly and everybody was bummed out right now. Mm. I don't know what he's supposed to do. He's a guy who fucking like rap sings or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a little fake R&B or some shit. Like how is this supposed to be entertaining? I have no idea. So I don't know what they wanted from him, but he didn't deliver. I think they wanted lasers or he was originally supposed to have a uh, ice skating rink on stage and he scrapped it at the last minute. Can we establish how stupid this all is? Yeah. Like, are you, uh, are you, for me? Are you, <laughs> stop. You can, you don't got to be diplomatic about it. No, all yeah, it's big, dumb as fuck. It's fucking whack as hell. I don't know. Who all this, this big for. festival shit is for the biggest fucking goobers. I hate it. No, I mean, didn't we talk about it last time? Coachella's NPC fest. It's That's NPC, man. Like, it's but big I didn't, NPC. I was probably in some other mood at that time where I was like, oh, you got to let people live, man. Eric Pritz is playing here, you know, like the, and now I'm like, now I've read this thread, and I think this whole place should be carpet bombed. Yeah, you know, I mean, just not nine eleven Coachella because this fucking sucks. This is terrible. So here's the thing: these people go to this thing that is really, to my eye, just a gathering of like-minded individuals. Nothing wrong with it. Maybe you meet a girl or whatever the fuck it is, right? You do you do you do Molly in a fucking in a in a burlap tent, and yeah. whatever. That's largely none of my business. I have a good time, whatever. But music is literally my business, so I have opinions on it. <laughs> and when you go to these shits where you see a guy who's never been a performer, and it's just not. His lane, he's he's a apparently a good musician. I don't know. Listen, I don't give a fuck about this type of music, but he, he's an important guy. He's headlining Coachella. Uh, Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. What do you want? And the question, the answer people have is I want production and they don't know what that means. Right. Like they're just like, I just want to see something crazy. Oh, so so, yeah. (laughs) Go see the fucking blue man group. What the fuck? Go see bulldoze. 
So I mean, but well, bu- I've seen bulldoze, and that's not. I mean, it is it is a spectacle in a sense, but it's like, you know, it's it's usually in a in a in a Knights of Columbus with the house lights on, and uh, it is. You know what I mean? There's no ice skate <laughs> rink. I can tell you that fucking much. <laughs> the floor might get a little slippery with other people's blood, but that's about it. Uh, so, so, so what would you want to see? Like, if you went and saw two chains, what would you want to see? I don't know, man. These like I'm so the wrong person for this type of shit because strobe lights and shit really fucking hurt my eyes. I don't like it. I am a I'm a house lights guy. Turn that. I'm put. You know Trump. Where he's like off. Get him off. I'm turn the house lights on. Get the strobes off. Oh, see, I I, I am. So here's a little hint for people at home. Uh, a little behind the scenes. Musicians fucking hate this shit. Like music, like my bandmates. If you put on a strobe, they're miserable. miserable. No, I'm not. I, 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 I think that that's like, that's fun. I'm in. I do not. I'm not on some Fugazi shit where I'm like, uh, turn on all the house lights. It, it, fuck that shit. It, it should be for if you're a, if you're one type of band, it should be uh, Broadway style individual spotlights for each player. That's that's what like if you went to see like built to spill in a in a decent size room, that's what yeah. you want, right? <clears throat> uh, but if you're gonna see, I don't know, not bulldoze. <laughs> if you're gonna see, if you're gonna see uh, Blondie. Uh, give me not well, Blondie. Yeah, you would hope for some limited strobe, tasteful, not idiotic. You know what I mean? So something like like Morrissey does a nice thing. Uh, he does the essentially spotlight with a uh, backdrop of uh halal meats being slaughtered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that, that's a good show. Uh, but like, this is a new one. It's called hang the shawarma man. <laughs> uh, playlist in that one immediately. Yeah. Um, so, uh, by the way, I'm making my ultimate Morrissey playlist Ooh. now by listening to the entire discography. Ooh. Do you, can I express yeah. in the same way that I, I'm going John Wick uh, for losing my blue check mark? I'm going John Wick on anybody that disparages Morrissey. He's the best. Uh, it's insane that this man, because he's a he's like an old white crank. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is everybody. That's just what he is. He's, he's an old British fucking crank. Uh, the fact that that is going to be for many people, his legacy is so disturbing to me because this man has put so much beauty into the world that we owe him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he, he doesn't owe me politeness. <laughs> I owe him. I, there's a debt that I, that the world can never pay to certain artists. Yes, we've made him fabulously wealthy and made him essentially uh, above the law. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not enough. Also, I have no idea what Blackpink is. What the fuck is Blackpink? No clue. But Morrissey put out a song in like just this past November that I thought was excellent, and I was like, you know, God damn, he's still he could. St- I mean, all his songs at a certain point kind of sound the same, but it's still good. Yeah, true. No, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Do you like that song? Well, then you're gonna love Morrissey. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's something called Blackpink that is headlining a Saturday at Coachella. What the fuck is Blackpink? Uh, it's an NPC. Yo, do you remember that? Do you remember Willow that? Smith for real? 
remember that ska like adjacent punk whatever they were like lesbian punk or whatever it was uh downtown boys and they played mm-hmm. coachella despite the fact that it was like you know attached to you know whatever oh yeah or something. yeah sure <laughs> they said it was because they wanted an opportunity to play with uh who's the, who's the fucking rapper the uh the one that people tried to make uh black lives matter uh uh mascot and he just disappeared for the entire duration of that oh uh childish gambino no god damn it um who disappeared they they were so they were so mad at this fucking guy um kendrick lamar right because they were using his they were using his music as a as a rallying cry and they wanted him out there doing the shit and he was just not present and uh, probably because uh, he doesn't want to be turned into a mascot, everybody. You know what I mean? Or maybe he's uh, an actual artist and and not an activist, you know? Or maybe he's a human being and he sees uh, when uh, his music is being used for a thing and then he sees things that he doesn't – he doesn't wholesale sign on to a thing and then maybe feels a certain way about the way in which people are using his his art. Yes. Yes, one one would hope I, – I don't give him that much credit. People have such egos that it's possible. I, I would never assume that an artist would go, hey, I'm uncomfortable. They're, I would assume that they're all like fucking Mick Jagger that's like, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Bill Clinton can use my music and uh, George Bush and Trump. You know what I mean? Well, that's honestly like <laughs> – I think that's the – I think – I, I I think that's uh, the correct. That's the healthier spirit. minded. That that's the oh, correct I, spirit. Well, that but here's the thing. You can't do what I would do, which is to make a point of it. Because I would say, uh, "Hey, everybody, I've been getting your getting your tweets." Uh, f- to start with, I'm almost eighty, so uh, it's weird that I got your tweets, but I I got them, and uh, I know that you're mad that Trump is using my music on the campaign trail, and I know you'd like me to to say something uh however what i do is i I make a product and then you do what you want with it and my role is is done uh that's what that's that's what when we when we commodify arts and we make them a product they are now property you are free to do you're free to play it at your barbecue you're free to play it at your adult's drug addict son's funeral you are free to play it at your Nazi rally, and you are free to play it uh, at, at your uh, uh, safe space zine library. Yeah, it is. It belongs to you at this point more than it belongs to me. I uh, can't say that though. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't say that. Um, but here's what I wanted to read to you about Frank. Tell me about Frank. Okay. So people are mad. People are sad. People are sad that Frank. He canceled weekend two after the bad performance on weekend one. What's, oh, what's I, sh- he, I should what's point he going through. I he says, well, his brother died. Oh, um, well, uh, three years ago. Uh, yes, all right. Maybe that's... Uh, come on, brother. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I understand some wounds. Uh, some 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 wounds are diff- more difficult than others, but uh, three years. Three years. Unless you saw him like fed into a wood chipper by a cartel, 
It's like, it's, you got to get over this, man. Like I understand. I mean, you're going to carry it for the rest of your life, but you still got to go to work. Particularly yeah. when that, particularly when that job pays you 1.7, you yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you gotta go to work fella. So people are saying, uh, yo, Florence and the machine broke her leg weekend one. God, remember Florence and the machine? Yo, remember that? <laughs> uh, you know, Florence and the Machine broke her leg weekend one in 2015, but she still gave us weekend two goers a hell of a show while sitting down the whole time. She encouraged us to get naked, and you can bet your ass people got naked. It was a fun time. That's from Gumbo Lungs. Um, is that some? Is Florence and the Machine was like some fucking banjo core bullshit? No, I th- maybe I thought it was uh, more on the like, um, uh, uh, I don't know, like not pure pop, like smart person pop. Uh, a lot of silver. Like I want to, I'm an NPC, but I want to pretend like I live in Brooklyn or something. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, uh, so embarrassing. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a Jason. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, thought that's what it was. Die Antward. <laughs> you just throwing out names now. Black. I'm pink. just, I'm throwing out names of, of things that people think is like weird and hip, but is just, God. it's just NPC bullshit. You want to talk about fucking clueless? I'm looking at the at the uh, lineup right now. Firstly, b- b- shout out to Becky G. Uh, oh, okay. So, so wait, are these? They're not by. They're not in alphabetical order. So Becky G is fucking killing it. Becky G is. <clears throat> I only know her because she uh, did like an acting turn on some TV show for one second. But she's this like a uh, Spanish performer. She's just. I don't know. Fucking. Uh, I guess above average looking Spanish chick that just like sings and does apparently so well that she's on the first line at the Coachella thing. But I, but here's the thing. Why, like you, you and I don't know what any of this is, but I don't think a ton of people outside of that, like, like urban Spanish language thing, know who Becky G even is. So for her to be up so high is, uh, I just, I, I'm just saying salute Becky. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, I, but here's what I'm saying is clueless. Bjork is uh, direct support for Blink-182. Yeah. There's nobody in this audience that know Bjork music besides maybe human behavior, the hit, right? And it's, so what is this false cluelessness or false clued in this? Let me say like this false, like, yeah, I love Blondie. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine because Blondie has probably three hits that you can identify. Probably more, honestly. Uh, Bjork does not have three hits that you can identify. Bjork, for all the fucking talk about Bjork, Bjork has a, what, 1.5 radio songs, right? I don't know. I couldn't, I actually at this moment cannot name a Bjork song. Human Behavior is the only one that jumps to mind. I don't need, but I mean, maybe I, if I heard it, I'd probably recognize it, but. I just, anything. this, you gotta be on drugs, man. That's what this is. You well, just gotta yeah. be on drugs. I think the I think the actual music taste of festivals like this is secondary, honestly, because this is like yeah. it's music for people who are not interested in music. <laughs> like I think, like I think it's like background. It's just a thing to do or a thing to go to. I'm looking at like lineups through the years, and uh, you know it starts at like the first year. It's it's like Beck and Rage Against the Machine in '99, and then like you know it's 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 music that's of the time. Bjork's been on it a bunch, but like you've ended up at yeah, I, I it's amazing. Blackpink. Oh, is it some K-pop thing? 
Oh, maybe K-pop. I think they're from they're from South Korea. Bunch of Korean women. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's a it's a South. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's a K-pop thing. But like, yeah, last year was Harry Styles and it's, it's Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, this is look. <laughs> that's what this is. You go here to do Molly and uh and 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 black out with your friends and maybe have some sex with a stranger and uh the, yeah the music is secondary no one no one isn't no one at this festival is interested in in bulldoze at the at the at the youth center okay so do you go to do, uh, your choice coachella or summer of hate 2016 which featured marauder <laughs> race riot life after death Drowning, vow of hatred, body bag, tormented, eyes of society, plus guest. What, what are you doing? I mean, that's a that's a that's a show for people interested in a type of music. That makes sense uh, to me. It's not Bjork followed by Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like th- th- everybody's kind of hating on me, but it, when I say this, but my whole thing here is, I I want to go to the festival that is the festival that is uh tailored to my things i like and as somebody put somebody pointed out to me this mess of coachella lineup that's what normal people all think of as that's my interest because they don't have a thing that they they they, they're not specialized in sex they're they don't have they, they, they are uh, it's a GA. It's a general audience sort of thing, right? And it's I just like live music. But what about Summer of Hate 2014, which featured All Out War, District Nine, In Cold Blood, Wisdom and Chains, Crowd Deterrent, Crowd Deterrent played every year, by the way. Uh, Lifeless, uh, King Nine, uh, Life After Death, Taste the Steel, uh, Unit 731, Home Wrecker, Hold Exist. I, you know what? I it's gotten so small I can't read it anymore. I might have been um, at that one. <laughs> I mean, you know what's crazy is in 2013, one of the headliners was the Stone Roses. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that is great. I mean, but again, that's get this poser music out of my face. Yeah, um, yo, I fucking hate Radiohead. I can't even tell you. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried to be the guy that's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be that hater. Oh, 2013 on Summer of Hate. Uh, uh, fuck Radiohead. We've got One Life Crew. Oh, uh, let's go. We've got One Life Crew, Marauder, uh, Stout, Lifeless, Crowd Deterrent again, uh, Life After Death. D- 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 so this show, this festival had to be put on by the the people that were in Crowd Deterrent. I'd have to look into it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm going to see how far back I can go back. Go on some more hate. The headliners were ACDC, Jack White, and Drake. Fuck. What the fuck. Also, I'd rather go. Okay, 2021 didn't happen because of the scam demic, right? Uh, which we're I think we're finally allowed to joke about. Uh, the, the pandemic, the scam demic. Oh, the scam demic. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh wait, I got sh- I've got summer of hate 2012. Just tell me when we hit one that you would rather go to Coachella. Oh, Shattered know. Realm, Death Let's Before go. Dishonor, Ringworm, Marauder, CDC, Nasty, that's the European band, 
Suburban Scum, Numb from Japan, uh, World of Pain, Clenched Fist, Pale Horse, Sand from Japan. Uh, I've seen Sand. uh, How was it? Would you rather go to Coachella? You know, this this lineup, this particular lineup of 2012 that you're rattling off sounds like one where more so than the other ones I might have to fear for uh, like getting my nose broken. Mm, 100 Um, Demons played this one, too. Yeah, it's a heavy lineup. Uh, I think I'd, I think I'd still rather go to that. Yeah, something that bills itself as mankind's fi- final mosh. Would you would, would, would you rather go to that or Coachella? Absolutely, that's good branding. Uh, okay, so let let me continue reading these Coachella things if I can. Yeah. Uh, saw two chains perform at a concert in my city a few years ago with a broken leg. He was in a wheelchair and a model was pushing him around the stage and it was one of the coolest performances I've seen. Loved how dedicated he was to the fans and still very energetic despite the lack of mobility. Uh, comment from Conqueef. That model was super bad too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So here's the thing. I've talked to you about my uh, many times, I'm sure, uh, uh, about my Gene Hackman thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And and how it's just – it's life-affirming to see something or to hear something very beautiful that you mm-hmm. think is done on such a high level. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting very emotional listening to – there's a Zomes record from last year. And I just tripped over it. I like Zomes a lot, but I, and I have – it occurred to me that – Unless you're on a mailing list, you have no way to find out if somebody that is like a really small artist puts out new music, right? Uh, and I've been getting really emotional, and I've been wondering why, because the song is like, the song is stupid, right? The song that's making me emotional is stupid. It's it, it's, uh, it's like, you know, the branch and the bee and the flower and the tree, like that that type of shit. It's like, it, it sounds like some shit that you'd listen to at like a public library with like... You know, you, you are working direct care for people with disabilities and you take them to the pub, uh, concert at the public library. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds sort of like the hip version of that. But I'm getting very emotional. And I think it's just because it's so well done. But uh, somebody else had the same – Triple Awe had the same experience when they saw Florence and the Machine. She was so good it made me cry. Wow. Florence and the Machine going to make you cry, you think? I, I think somebody I, out there I, is I, like Casey Musgraves is so good I cry. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. But but that's the thing is I I'm I mean, maybe I'm pure sociopath because I don't know if Zomes would make me cry either. I'm trying to think of music that that would I mean, there definitely does exist music that would make me emotional. But uh no, look, this that's if 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 Florence and the Machine has that sort of emotional impact on you, I hate to break it to you, but you're an NPC. Well, what can I give you? Can I give you something that might make you reconsider? Do you think that the person that loved that, that cries for MPC, like they're just stuffed with cotton. I may have said this. I, one of my closest friends in this world, uh, has, uh, really severe OCD Mm. and intrusive thoughts. Uh, and one of his intrusive thoughts is that, uh, other people are full of cotton. I don't think he's Uh, wrong. He might be right. <laughs> he might be correct. <laughs> if he went on the Coachella Reddit, he might it might all come together. It might what about confirm this? everything? This is going to sound so stupid, but I'm absolutely devastated. After Sunday, I would have been happy with him just singing in a chair. 
I was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer in the fall of 2021. My entire motivation through that hell was you got to get to Coachella 2023. Frank is on your bucket list. Bro, wait, would he have no other opportunity to see Frank Ocean? That can't be, right? No, that might be. The dude doesn't perform very much, I don't think. Um, so what What do you think? Are you living for Frank? I, 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 I'm sure if a Frank Ocean song came on, I would recognize it, but at this moment, I could not name you a Frank Ocean song. Listen to this fucking weirdo. I know. I don't know a single Frank Ocean song. And everybody, if you're like, wow, Patrick, that makes you fucking out of touch. Yo, thankfully, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm on the plane. Listen, that whole odd future thing. I was thinking about it. Tyler, the creator, wears a legitimate costume every day. And you fucking idiots think this is cool. It's like it, it, that's a grown man dressing like he's playing golf with a bunch of white guys and he dresses that way every day. And it's he made a, a clothing company based on it. It's like, yo, you can like that. That can be your look, whatever. But I'm so tired of, of weird costumes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought the same thing. I like the fact that the dude from the Deftones just wears a black sweatshirt all the time. I think that's very funny. Yeah. But even that's a fucking costume. Change your fucking look every once in a while. And I, when I say change your look, I know that people fall into it. Like, you and I are not likely to change our looks at any mm. time, right? But they also couldn't be defined as as quirky. You know? like it's, it's, so. Yeah. <clears throat> There's nothing transgressive about wearing a fucking like goofy looking button up shirt. No, nothing. Nothing. It's not transgressive. That that's the thing. It's 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 sold to people as trans like like and they'll and they'll do it in the in the like uh like lately everyone has a fascination obviously like with with gender bending and and drag and stuff like that and they'll be like look at look at Harry Styles is such a hero for wearing this dress and it's like my man. Like I don't have to go down through music popular pop popular music history to show you when tons of artists have been doing that for fucking like half a century. Stop. We're all wearing dresses out here. We're all wearing dresses. It's not shocking. No one cares. Stop. Well, I've got a I've got a dress thing to talk to you about uh, off air. Oh wow. Well. Uh, dresses? No, no, no. There's just a friend of the show who's. Uh, uh, I can't put their business out yet. All right, I'm gonna um, put it out there. But uh, okay, hold on. I got to get back to Frank. You threw yeah, get me back from to my so through my from my holy mission. Yeah. Um, I'm on the. Fu- this is from Sad Max Worry Road. Hmm. I, I'm on the fucking plane. Are you serious? I'm like four thousand dollars deep. I fucking hate him. And then somebody says, "Meme Poppy says." Best advice is to cruise around and discover new music and artists you like. Also, stay for the whole Chris Lake and Fish, Chris Lake and Fisher set. It's one giant party. And then Sad Max Shut Worry up, Road. Bitch, says, I'm trying to see Frank. <laughs> Sad Max Worry Road seemingly unironically says, "Great tip, thank you." <laughs> These are NPCs. NPCs, bro. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. <laughs> when you go, I spent four thousand dollars to see Frank Ocean, and somebody goes. You know what, man? You can still have a great time at this festival. Just see, check out new bands, and you go. You know what, man? You're right. That's like it, it, that's bad writing. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah, I thought his response was going to be "Shut up, bitch." I'm trying to see Frank. <laughs> like, what the hell is that about? Uh, everybody's talking about how this is Blink Blinkchella. How how Blink One Eighty Two is uh, 
uh, Ugh. like such an important band. Yeah, um, I fucking hate Blink One Eighty Two. You can't just don't even come in. Uh, yeah, I don't understand it at all, at all, at it. all. It's, I hate it. I'm the I'm big hater this episode because I like, but yeah, no, I can't stand it. And I and they put out a new song that they play at the gym all the time, and it's fucking awful. Like guitar music deserves to die and stay dead because it's, yeah, I agree. If this is all we can come up with it's done yo like it's it's it, it it's so bad it's crazy how bad it is uh, hold on sad max where he wrote is is on one mm. i'm trying not to cry on the plane right now dead ass yo okay firstly if you use dead ass you can't cry on a plane no you know what i mean <laughs> that is what it is i'm sorry everybody oh yeah are you crying into your tims like yo <laughs> there's too this is too much like uh there's got to, uh, you know, it's a standard thing that people say, but there's got to be some gatekeeping, don't you think? You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some, like, uh, these G- these GA fucking artists have to deal with this person. I'm trying not to cry on the plane right now, dead ass. I only bought the tickets because of him. I went through some uh, payment plan, but still, uh, pl- payment plan bullshit. Basically, I'm like 4K deep traveling from Philly to see this dude literally just sit on the fucking stage and sing the songs. Why can't he? Holy shit. Um, he doesn't want to. Uh, <clears throat> fuck this entitlement shit. He, he's uh, sad. Max Worry Road says he's going through the stages of grief. Yeah, lay off him. <laughs> <laughs> when when to bring up Morrissey again? Last time he was around L.A., he played the Greek theater, and uh, and uh, Brian Murray went, and he uh, Morrissey played for thirty minutes, and then ended the 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 performance because it was too cold. I'm with him. Yeah. So what about this? No soup for you says. Uh, so true fucking NPC yeah. brain here. <laughs> a week ago, I just thought Frank was quiet, introverted, nice dude. A week later, I now think he's a total narcissist, a complete diva, and truly not a good person. <laughs> I mean, Yo, maybe he's a narcissist and a diva, but I don't know if you can make it that big of a judgment call. Yo, but this is what people online do all day. Like, yo, your man Jonathan Majors has a bunch of fucking lying women coming out on him now. You see this? Dude, yeah, he's getting killed. He's done. So here's the thing, right? They, they, his, <clears> his <throat> agency dropped him, right? His agency dropped him, which seemed so extreme. And then the day, the next day, it's uh, there's multiple accounts. Um, everybody, when I say a bunch of lying women, I have no idea. Was not there. And I, I cannot tell you what this man has ever done in his life. Uh, however, I do know what role he has in my life. And that's when I watch Creed three on a plane, mm. uh, he will be there. And then I can turn him off anytime I want. You know? <laughs> so I don't know why you give a shit what he does. I don't understand. I'm, I, I was deeply confused. I don't even understand why his manager fucking cares what he does. Just represent him. If he gets new gigs, he gets new gigs. Who gives a fuck? Uh, I would hire Jonathan Majors. If you you and I should make a movie with everybody that we can just get for like <laughs> for like you know whatever it'll fifteen thousand dollars. It'll just be the cast of Entourage. Oh, <laughs> we, we we should do new Entourage episodes. Yeah, yo, get Chat GPT to write new Entourage episodes. I mean, Entourage was a fucking popular show. I'm sure if it came back, people would eat it up. I hope it does. 
It might. Oh, uh, okay. GPT. So they're saying that he broke his, he, he got a leg injury from wearing Birkenstock clogs. Wait, that's Frank. Yep. Uh, is that, is that right? What about this? I'm not Ariana Grande says, I hope Coachella promoters and booking agents have eggs on their faces. Never book someone unreliable. The whole festival's image has been tainted by this experience because they chose to take a very expensive risk on someone with a history of cancellations and isolation. I think there are a lot of musicians who are exceptionally talented artists like Frank. No doubt he makes incredible music, but artist and performer are not always synonymous. Some performers are good at performing and not artistry, vice versa. I think he is an example of the former. Studio work and no tour seems to be where he does his best work. Yes. Bro, no one gives not, a fuck what you think. <laughs> I think about this all the time. <laughs> I think I almost got deep on Twitter the other day. I was like, wait, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, who goddamn cares? And that's what the you know, these people, this is what the internet did. It made everybody an NPC. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like yeah, it just yeah. it, it just we we're all talking about shit that nobody fucking cares about. And you and I are doing it on a podcast. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see whatever i mean like you can i don't know obviously you can voice your opinion on anything obviously whatever fuck Hold these on, fucking I'm, people. I, I, I'm in the i'm in the coachella reddit but like i think going, we going least, nuts we at least have the fucking the the self-awareness that i my opinions will never affect the life of frank ocean i'm i'm but a bug compared to this man yeah, that's true. You are a bug. You know, like it's not, it's not, it's not relevant. Like I can go down here and we can talk shit. And if people like it, that's cool. And they give us money. That's even cooler. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. But like, I don't, I don't have any uh, delusions that anything I say on the show has any fucking carries any weight. You know what I mean? Like it's just, we're just riffing. Uh, and like getting deep about like, He's more of a of a musician than an artist and a performer. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Shut up. Hold on. Wait, before I forget, I asked Quara a question. Mm. Sorry, I didn't remember this and lead with it. I asked, is the owl god Moloch real? And why do celebrities worship him? Yeah. And Tony Thompson, former <laughs> head of faculty, art, design, and technology at Beverly Grammar School from 1977 to 2001, said, as an atheist, it is my understanding that no gods are real. None of them. None of the thousands of assorted gods worldwide. All are creations of man. If celebrities wish to worship an owl, uh, but that that confuse but confuse the owl with being a god, they need psychiatric help. Others may think differently. <laughs> Wow, very unhelpful. He didn't tell us why that they worship Moloch. What about Carl Schmolchritz, whose whose credits are understands how religious religions work? Uh, he says he's every bit as real as the Judeo Christian God of Yahweh, which isn't saying much. Celebrities worship him because celebrities get paid for their looks or their acting skills, but not for being educated, rational, and wise. <clears throat> All right, so JP Rambling. Who is an author? That's his. That's his expertise that he puts down there from 1970 to present. Moloch, aka Baal, according to some sources, was the real 
Abrahamic God, ignore what Moses said uh, he had an agenda, and the God of the Canaanites. Moloch required human sacrifices, which are usually children, hence the Abraham-Isaac fiasco. Yeah. Abraham was a well-known figure in folklore and oral tradition. Uh, Moses used the name of Abraham to give weight to his own story and influence the Israelites in captivity in Egypt. That said, all that said, I've never heard of Moloch being called the owl god or being worshipped by celebrities. I would have, <laughs> I would be interested in the foundation for your question. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got one more. This is Thomas Stanhope, whose whose who's expertise is questioning since I was a child, atheist since I was twenty four. He says Moloch was never an owl. There was a wealthy social club that met in San Francisco uh, called Bohemian Grove that would erect. An owl totem for their meetings, and the, there was a right-wing conspiracy theorist, Al Jones, came up with the idea that that meant Moloch was an owl. Moloch was the Canaanite god. Uh, okay, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. I think that's yeah, right. Large... Well, I mean, Moloch is both. And I've seen him represented as like a as a like a bull, also. Yeah, so that's what he says. He's he's uh, you got to burn the the children in the belly of a large bull, right? Of, of a statue, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, in Ginsburg's Howl, Moloch is used uh, symbolically to represent industrialization. And you also see the imagery in Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Mm. Uh, so what other questions should I have for for <laughs> I want to make this a weekly segment where I ask where, where I ask Quora <laughs> questions. What should what should I ask? Let's see. I mean, um, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, I mean. I, I would like to know more about what uh, I mean. No one really answered why exactly the celebs worship him. No, they all claimed ignorance. Yeah, which is that's not that's not sufficient for me. I understand, like, yeah, Moloch's probably not real, but like, I don't know if if Hillary Clinton worships Moloch, then I mean, I, I presume there's something to it. Hold right? On. Am I I'm crazy? Add... Yeah. Uh, hold on. I feel like I don't hear about it anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'm I asking, what happened to mobile phones giving you cancer? I feel like I don't hear about it anymore. <laughs> my, my dad had a friend that got like a, he like, remember like 13? 14, 15 years ago when everyone was wearing those Bluetooth earpieces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he someone, got brain cancer immediately after. He had a tumor that was a horseshoe shaped around his ear. Oh, yeah. That seems like a slam dunk fucking lawsuit to me. Is Sandy Hook really fake? <laughs> should, I, should I ask that? Should I uh, see that how that one you, goes for me? I think that'll get you kicked off of, uh, of uh, Cora there if you do that one. God, the things that people are okay. Let me ask you about this one. Uh, this is a TikTok thing that just went like super viral. It's a it's a man at the Pittsburgh airport. Have you seen this? No. So it's a man at the P- Pittsburgh airport who is pushing a cart like a he's a, a maintenance person or really a like a, what what do you call dudes a, a porter? You know, what I mean, like a janitor sort of dude. Sure. Um, and he's pushing a cart. And he is a hundred. Uh, he is old and decrepit in that way that when old men's spines start to curve and they're just bent over as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, this person tweets, uh, "Does anyone know this man? This 
system is broken. This man should not be working anymore at his age. This made me so sad. And they're trying to put together a GoFundMe for this guy's retirement, right? And apparently people looked into it. He is an old man who works at the Pittsburgh airport because uh, he uh, wants him and his wife to have insurance. And people, some people in the comments were like, oh yeah, that's Mike. He's He's been there every time I've flown <laughs> and shit like that, right? Yeah. Now, other people, and this upset my girlfriend because she's coming from uh, the socialist nightmare that is Australia. Mm. Uh, she she was saying uh, that the comments that were that were saying things like, "Oh, just come on, maybe he wants to work." She was saying, "What's wrong with these people?" You know, like and but here's what I thought. I said, "You know, maybe his wife's a bitch." <laughs> like maybe he just wants to be out of the house. That could definitely like, be. And yo, I can understand just wanting to be out of the house. That's what I'm that's saying. Like, so completely uh, valid. I, I thought it was funny because, you know, to my girlfriend, it, it, she she was like, she's looking at it, and it's like through the lens of you know America's a pretty broken place. Uh, why does this guy have? He's he's well past retirement. He's just like really past retirement age. Um, so why, you know, why not? just have a system where this man can retire. But I have the exact opposite perspective, which is like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Sit around and read books. What a hell. (laughs) I'd rather, I'd rather be working. I think. Well, or at least like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want, I wouldn't want him to have to, you want to read books all day. You don't want to read books. No, but what I'm saying is I don't like a, a, a decrepit. I don't want a decrepit old man to have to fucking, like you know, like Sisyphus fucking carry boulders up a hill every he looks day like. to, to to maintain his uh, ability to feed himself. But if you're you know if you're well past retirement age and you're the greeter at Walmart, you know I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. It gets you out of the house. It's probably part time. You make a little side money. You have some friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's that. There's yo. I I hate the anti work attitude. Having a job is good. Having a bad job is obviously bad. Leave the job and get a better one. No, no, no. It's on it's on the job to provide me this space that I want in life to become I mean, what I want it to be. I mean, your job, depending on what it is, I mean, yeah, jobs should should pay you sufficiently, you know, like you should and provide benefits since you can't access them fucking anywhere else. But uh, you know, beyond that. You know, I mean, some people like to lift boulders. Yo, I was okay. So I was at a fucking coffee shop today and the person next to me was doing their little Zoom meeting. It it was literally Mm. and the fucking utter pablum that she was fucking just word vomiting out of her mouth. I was like, I got I'm pivoting to construction. I can't. I will never sit through (laughs) that. I will. I promise if I could get a job tomorrow. And they're going to be like, we need you to be, we need you to jump on the zoom to, uh, we're going to have our, you you have to take a pledge. Fuck you. If my job ever tells me I have to take a pledge, fuck you. I'm out of there, yo. Like, and you know, and some, and just to, to wrap a bow on it, some people like fucking carrying boulders up hills. Like there is a certain type of construction guy. If you've seen Goodwill hunting, it's that guy. Okay. So the same friend that has the bad OCD uh, left a job uh, that was 
DEI sort of, you would have to go through all of that shit. And he, and he did, he didn't leave the job for this reason. He left it for a multitude of reasons. Uh, this being one of them and, and started working construction and gotten fist fights with his coworkers and continued to work with them. And he said, it's so, he said, it's so much better. It's so much better to, yes. to, to be able to, to be able to fight a Spanish dude and then go back to work an hour later. Yes. He said, he said it's, it's so worth it. Yes. Think about your soul, man. Think about what that does. That Come on. That's so much better. So since we're on the employment uh, conversation, you, you want to know how bad things are getting out to you. So they authorized the writer's strike, right? And mm. uh, I just, I came across someone I used to work with on a show and uh, I, 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 I came across them on LinkedIn and their current job is loan officer at Loan Depot. Okay, <laughs> it's getting rough out here, man. <laughs> I mean, look the the guy that I know in Hollywood was talking to me about it. He is uh, nervous as fuck. He, he he goes to all the meetings and shit, which he says is almost entirely worthless. It's it's really just like a bunch of. So, for people that don't know, uh, the WGA is uh, going to do a writer strike. It's supposed to happen in a, in really a few days. Uh, I have to have a script in before that so that it can be pitched around Hollywood because once it goes through, I don't think it can be pitched without being considered scab, right? So uh, they're going to uh, go on strike. Uh, This means that uh, you're going to be watching a lot of Friends uh, on Netflix. Yeah. (laughs) That's all people want anyway. Well, that's the thing. That's that's why these – these they're not scared like the other the other side of the table is not scared uh because it's like oh the we won't have writers we've got nine years of seinfeld you know yeah <laughs> whoop whoop you know so but not just it, that it, i mean you think about how over bloated the fucking industry has been for the last couple of years yo there's shows that have come and gone that no one have even fucking heard of they can just tap into their fucking uh into their into their back catalog from 2019 on some show that no one watched. Well, okay, so that's the other thing. So, for, all right, firstly, let's talk about it. This this might be interesting to some of our listeners. Uh, maybe uh, you, some of you have heard that uh, HBO Max, for example, was delisting uh, certain shows, uh, and people were mad about this. But it was some of those shows. The metrics were that legitimately nobody was watching, right? Nobody. Yeah. Like there was episodes of, you know, Sesame Street that had, you know, zero viewers across millions of subscribers, <laughs> zero viewers, that type of shit. Right. So uh, they, they uh, they're trying to cancel this deal uh, or they're trying to they're trying. Here's what they're trying to do. And this is me speaking very uh, plainly uh, because I I don't really work in that industry, even if I'm adjacent to it a lot. So I guess cancel me. Uh, they, they signed, um, they signed a bunch of people at peak and now they don't want them. And there is, um, 
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. There might be some of this DEI sort of uh, conversation built in because they gave a lot of money to a lot of people the last two years Yeah, that they now are not seeing a return on. And they would like to get them off of the books. Yeah. Everybody, if you were curious how corporations work when you were like, oh, isn't it lit that Amazon is leading the Black Lives Matter movement? <laughs> this is how, you know, that uh, uh, the, the Ice Cube song, uh, the uh, the No Vaseline, it starts with, with here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. And you should you should kind of have that going through your head at all times, right? Like as a, uh, a Democrat. Uh, they're running Biden, a guy whose uh, brain is tapioca. Here, here's what they think about you. They, they, they think that you're so stupid that you'll vote for that man. And this is what they think about, kind of the, for lack of a better term, everybody, the diversity hires of the last few years. Yes. Here's what they think about you, which is, uh, we'll use you for the moment, and when that moment is over, we will. D- d- uh, discard you like a used tampon that that's it uh if you need to see this in real life in this moment uh go check out uh diane feinstein right <clears throat> is uh uh senile and being asked to step down by members of her own party uh there's a massive pushback to that uh but gavin newsom has said uh, well, if if she does, I I will uh, nominate a woman of color. Mm. Do we think that Gavin Newsom is deeply invested in the fate of women of color? Is that a thing that we believe that he he is uh, uh, intimately uh, uh, tied to and and feels that this is uh, uh, his mission and important? Or do we think that in the same way Biden did that? He's trying to ride a trying to ride a sentiment, and that's it. And he doesn't give a fuck what happens to that person at all. So, uh, which one do we think it is? Because here's what they think about you. I, I, can we just? That's going to be our new intro. It's just going to be the beginning of no Vaseline. It's going to be here's what they think <laughs> about you. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like yo, you got to get it through your head, everybody. These people don't fucking care about you. Not to be dark. Oh, but like that's so obvious that I can't even believe that like it has to even be said. I didn't like, listen. It's gotta. But like that. But but also it's strange because like they know that. Like in the same breath, they'll they'll talk about how, you know how how you know, whatever corrupt the system is or how 
you know, how, how villainous politicians, et cetera. It's strange. It's, it's like, it's, it's double speak. I mean, or it's speaking out of both sides of your mouth. It's like, you know, this is fucked. Like you'll say it yourself, but like, I, I don't know, man. It's like, they're not, they're not threading the, the, the needles, I guess. I, I, it's, it's very, it's very odd, but I know that, uh, Gavin Newsom will be our 47th president. It ain't over, motherfuckers. <laughs> the motherfucking saga continues. No, it's not coming through. It's not working. Wait, was that me? Here's what they think about you. There you go. Here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. Bear yeah. that in your mind at all times. Here's what they think about you. Uh, also, while we're just spiraling from one topic to another, can I talk mm. about uh, logging on to Twitter today and seeing people say things like, "Like, uh, okay, this person who this uh, you want to talk about fucking NPCs? Uh, somebody who has legacy verified in their in their bio." <laughs> Uh, writer sarcastic sweary dem and boy oh. and cat mom oh my god <laughs> Mag, maga block queen oh uh, god that that jersey yeah. jersey girl in portland holy fuck <laughs> Op, op-eds for occupied democrats uh okay so this person who by any standard on this earth is a fucking loser uh tweets the explosion of the uh, uh, the rocket that that Elon SpaceX tried putting in the sky yesterday. Yeah. Or today. And he says, she says, what a perfect visual metaphor for everything Elon Musk does. Um, Listen, I don't give a fuck about Elon Musk. The way that he talks gives me a headache. I think he's ugly. I fucking, I don't, there's nothing about him that I like, right? I, and uh, truthfully, because he rose in tech, there's nothing about him I find aspirational either. Like, I don't relate to this man. I don't like this man, whatever. But here's a metaphor for everything he does. What? Become the richest person in the United States? Like, you've got to, at some point, you've got to reconcile that you are a fucking bug. <laughs> You're a bug. You, you, like, listen, don't make me defend billionaires. Yeah. but. I have to defend the fact that they're successful because if we don't acknowledge that we look fucking insane, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, whenever someone is made into a villain that it's like, that's what's the worst part to me is, is the cringe part of like this desperation to tear them down, like from, from whatever pillar, you know, that they're on or just like, or whatever pedestal they're on. And it's like, listen, you don't have to like them. Like, like, like everything you just said about Elon Musk. Like, yeah, he's a weird pumpkin headed fucking like, like, hey, like, he's got this halting way of speaking. Like he doesn't speak English. It makes me so mad. Like, like brother, like, I, you got 180 IQ. You, you, you know, the language fucking speak. But you can't you, you can't exactly take away from the fact that the guy is like massively successful. Massively. Yeah. Massively. Just acknowledge reality. You look insane when you don't. And it's like, and it's this other, it's this other person where if it's like, you think that they're a grifter, like if you're talking about Trump or whatever, you think he's full of shit. You think he's a huckster. Okay. He is, but like, like 
we don't yeah we don't got to take away everything from everyone do you know what i'm saying like just let them have the things that they've actually done yeah just call him ugly he's grotesque he's like he looks like clayface from batman it's he's he's yes. like there's lots of, and yeah he is he's he has fucking moron diarrhea of the mouth there's there's a lot you can but like to me it's more than that it's just like the it's that people whenever we make these villains whether it's trump or musk or whoever it's like it's this what what depresses me is that that you're letting these uh not even people these like caricatures of media personalities like have such uh an effect on your on your mental state and your life and like you're you're like like you are so it affects your mood it affects the way you feel and that's that's fucking sad it's it's like tragic like the fact that like donald trump doesn't know you motherfucker he'll never know yeah, you stop. elon musk will never know you like never never you will two will never meet you'll never have a conversation you're and, screaming into a void on quora yeah it's 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 you got to just let it go like when you when you see these things in the news and you see Trump says something stupid, you can just be like, huh, what a dummy and keep it moving. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's what I find most depressing about the whole thing, that people get so wrapped up in it. And w- watching these fucking like millionaires on Twitter get like they're freaking out because they don't have their blue check just to bring it full circles. Like, yo, just get off of Twitter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, Exactly. Go to so, any other wait. fucking social media platform. Go to Rumble or whatever. What's the uh, gab? Or just don't use it. Read a fucking book. And I'm the guy that just told you you shouldn't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just spend any time doing anything else. Read Blood Meridian. Picture, yeah, picture. How, how picture, far are you? Picture tall Harley Flanagan as as Judge Holden. That's what I'm That's doing. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, nude, he's nude for the second half of the book. Oh, no. Um, uh, what <laughs> am I up to? He's so I'm up to the part where the kid... Uh, re re he's in like a prison for uh for filibustering through the uh through Mexico and after all his like people got killed by the Comanches and now he's out of prison because Toad Vine told them that uh they'd be good uh Indian murderers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're and they're they are pretty all right at that. What if uh uh how do you like that Toad Vine has no ears? Is that right? And uh, yeah, he has no ears and he has like a branding on his face. <laughs> he was like, can we go back to this time? It seems so exciting. I don't know. It seems rough, man. I think it's very like, rough. I think the best part of his books is the fact that they convey uh, like a rawness to like a way of life back then that is not really you can't really uh, imagine or feel in your bones just from like reading a history book. You know what I mean? Like like yo life was worthless like utterly. Well, that's the thing right yeah Th- think about think about how many people died anonymously in the desert yeah because you could kill them and no one would ever fucking know it would never matter it, it would be like hitting a raccoon yes exactly <laughs> yeah so it's uh it, it it's uh I don't know. I, I I don't know there's there's all this obviously this is an important book so there's been a lot of uh uh, a lot of people have analyzed it. Imagine things were exactly this rough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we have this uh, kind of different view of the whole shit, 
Like we, we see it as, uh, uh, you know, cowboys and Indians mm-hmm. sort of shit, which is uh, rough by nature because we understand people are dying, but we kind of don't get the, 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 the brutality and the uh, total disregard, yeah. <laughs> the total disregard for human life. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. You want to go back to it or no? What, what are you thinking? Uh, no, I think things are probably better now. Uh yeah, I, I'm going to go out. I think so. This book takes is pre Civil War. Uh, and, uh, but I don't know. Back then, I mean, it seems like join, joining the army was like really the best way to kind of lift yourself out of like dirt poverty. But then, still, course, I recommend it to everybody. I mean, maybe uh, it's still, it, it pulls you out, it pulls you into the, uh, to, uh, over the Mexico border where, uh, your, all your friends get slaughtered. Uh, what and do you think you, about this person? Your, your one buddy that you're walking with gets uh, like an infection in their arm and worms start crawling out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to amputate their penis with a with a fucking <laughs> with like a a very rusty implement used to murder Indians. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's here's some Coachella hacks from a disabled person who has uh, heads, pots, and uh, disotom disotomania. Mm. Uh, photo of them just looking full of life. Uh, just uh, they say, don't do mushrooms until you're able to sit down. I guess that's that's probably good advice. I've never done mushrooms. I would, I would maybe, I don't know. I've heard I don't know, every time. I feel like thirty percent of the time you're listening to Joe Rogan, he'll talk about how microdosing is good for PTSD or something. And I'm like, eh, it's, I could maybe do that. <laughs> maybe do that. I don't know. I I I, uh, I have all that shit makes me have even less interest. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like weird advocacy from people that I don't find all that enlightened. Like, listen, I got nothing bad to say about Joe Rogan. I'm not like a Joe Rogan hater like some fuckers, but like I, like I wouldn't I wouldn't go to him for, I, I wouldn't be like, you know, who's, uh, you know, whose life I want to model myself after it's Joe Rogan. I mean, actually, I guess the hundred million, I probably would want to model myself after, but it's just to say that, I don't know. I've never met any, but I think I told you this, a friend was ta- trying to sell me on the idea of mushrooms. And I, I was like, what does it do for you though, man? I don't understand. And he goes, you will understand water. And I just said, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. out. I'm out. I don't give a fuck about understanding what. What do we mean by that? Yeah. Was that a priority at any other time? (laughs) Is that why you did it? I can't imagine. It's strange. It's yeah. I know. I'm not interested in drugs or tripping anymore. It is 420, but uh, you got to put that shit away. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Taylor Madison claims that weed uh, helps him go super sane, and I, 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 I don't. I just don't believe it. I think he'd be oh twice God, as I, I, it. I talked to him about it a lot. He said that he used to be like a completely, uh, you couldn't be around him. He's such a miserable person before marijuana. Uh, so now he smokes, now he smokes marijuana. I don't want to get into his business. It's, it, it's, uh, I asked him how much he spent on marijuana. I don't know if he talks about this on his podcast or not. Uh, I mean, it's definitely more than rent in Philadelphia. I'll say that, you know, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Listen, man, it, it, the, when the weed purge happens, I'm sparing yeah. none of you. 
weed's dumb. When President DeSantis comes in and and uh, raids all the the dispensaries, yes, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there in in my in my boots and in my in my Kevlar vest, uh, aiding in the destruction. People, you know people how, are just so funny when we talk about this. People, it's maybe our most like I don't know what kind of take it is, but it's uh, pe- we got people in our mentions calling us pink lunged bitches. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? You used to be the wooden lung. You used it's, to be out there smoking that cheap. I there was t- there was a time in my life where I I think I smoked like every day of like t- the year of two thousand eleven or twelve or something. It sucks, God. man. It sucks. <laughs> it's not. It's like I was not a good person then. I was like a very like. You, oh, I mean, you mean you weren't your best self when you? <laughs> I was very far <laughs> from my best self when I smoked <laughs> weed every single day. Uh, it was like such a waste of life. It was crazy. And maybe you're not that. Maybe you're. Maybe it's like. Uh, maybe you're Popeye and it's your spinach. You know, like I, I, far be it from me to judge, but I have a feeling. When I see the guy in the Cookie Monster pajamas outside the dispensary, I don't think it's making him better. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I think you can, you can, I don't know, whatever, man, whatever. Everyone do whatever you like. Obviously, this is the thing. I, I've thought about it a lot. I've mentioned, I've said this exact thing on the podcast before, but it, the war on drugs is a horror. It should end principally. I'm against it. But seeing drug use up close, not weed, obviously, it's fucking fine, gives a shit, but like, Seeing in in Los Angeles, getting on the bus and seeing someone smoke a crack pipe, that sucks, man. I don't like it that. Sucks, man. I don't mar- like that. And marijuana made him do it. <laughs> it was uh, the gateway. Uh, here's some co- uh, so- sober cella. This is a guy giving you advice on how to be sober at Coachella. Just don't. Well. Don't do. Don't go, man. Yeah, no, don't, don't go. First of all, don't, don't go, go. But also, like, if you've got if you, a if you got a problem with substances, don't. It, 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 this is people, places, things, man. This is twelve step shit right here. <laughs> Just yeah. avoid the avoid the places where people offer you free drugs. All right, I have to cut this episode so I can go. I'm gonna. I would. I would. Uh, as much as I'm enjoying it, I would prefer to spend time with my girlfriend. But everybody, thank you for listening. Worst possible timeline. What is it? No. Patreon.com says worst possible timeline. Uh, go there. Uh, I think I'm going to do that thing. Before this episode comes out, I'm going to put out, I'm going to do what Fifth Column's doing and put out like 20 minutes of like a Patreon episode to mm, see if we sure, can sure. entice people to come over. But everybody, go do that. Uh, it's my only source of income. Uh, uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Worst possible timeline at gmail.com, twitter.com, WP timeline, uh, worst possible timeline on Instagram. We got to stream again soon, maybe next week. Uh, uh, um, uh, 205 509 9785. We're gonna, I'm gonna figure out how to do, I've been saying this forever. People don't even buy it anymore, but uh, nope, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't buy it anymore. We got to figure out how to do call ins. I know it's possible. I just don't it's know easy. Just it. get a, just get our like uh, not really producer, but uh, gives you advice guy to tell us how. Just get us a guy. We'll yeah, pay no, the guy. Like, you know, get us a, a guy. guy. We have a guy now. When I'm when I'm back in Los Angeles, I'm currently in I'm currently in the uh, murder capital of the world of the city of Chicago. Evidently, is how a million people... deaths a year. <laughs> Theo, I can't even tell you. I mean, at least the neighborhood that my girlfriend lives in is lovely. It's there's a nice breeze coming through the window right now. It was, it was what really about? Did you watch that video? Today. The 
of the lady getting beat by the group of like the video was worse than what she because she was on a news show. I mean, I guess her boyfriend got fucked up, but she was she didn't appear to get too roughed up. The most disturbing part is how it happened to them. And the cops like rolled by and just watched it happen and kept going. The thing is, (laughs) okay, so check it out. Look at her face for anybody that doesn't know. What I'm talking about, there's some like uh, I don't is is wilding a racial term? Because remember when they used wilding in the fucking no, Central Park? So. I mean, it might I don't be, think so. By the time whatever, I think it got racial. It got racialized. Whatever, everybody. It, your boy's not racist. I'm just trying to find the right language. Uh, it's it's just like 500 kids walking down a street and then just occasionally grabbing somebody like. Like they're Bane's fucking uh, henchmen from from uh, the Batman movie, just yeah. grabbing people and beating them. And uh, this woman is trying to get into a building, uh, presumably her building, but uh, she and she, it, it, it's like one of those horror movie things where the door doesn't open in time, and she's grabbed by twenty kids who just start beating her down. But sorry for the laughter. Here's the reason why it's funny. If you look at the video, the look of total terror in her face as her hair is yanked backwards and she realizes what's about to happen is beyond morbid. Like if you watch it, you you should either laugh in the faces of death style or you should get a shudder because it's rough. Everybody go watch that video. Uh, Eric says it's okay. It was mostly peaceful. Yeah, it was mostly peaceful. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will uh, go to the Patreon. We'll get at you soon. Bye-bye. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.